2: Irreverent, over the top, and smart as a whip. this is The Rob Black Show.
3: Welcome in, Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Earnings season is officially over the hump. Don't you like that commercial with hump day? I do too. Um, but we are over the hump. Now, what does that mean? Why do we care? Uh, the market has dealt with earnings from financial companies, retail companies, tech companies. You get the idea. Oil companies, international companies, domestic companies. Amazon.com is down knowing that the seeds of growth is there. Good quarter, not great quarter, or great quarter, but talking about the future in more of a good way. Very, very similar to what Facebook said. You've got angst on the Delta variant of COVID-19, which seems to be a daily update. Yesterday, we talked about a new variant of COVID in Miami. I don't know if this is my bottom line on this, because that, that sounds like a ridiculous thing to say, but... More people are going to die, not as many as this time last year. And that's what we're taking out of this, that the vaccines working at preventing death or worst case scenarios were opening up. Yesterday in the town that I live in, if you didn't wear a mask, they'd look at you funny. The day before you were okay. The CDC yesterday told us that the new variant can be spread as easily as chickenpox. And I grew up in a funny world. I don't know if I'm the right age for this story. I think that's not how it's going to play out. There was chickenpox parties where parents would put their kids together to play so they can get the chickenpox over with. Get all the kids from your school. Get it over with. Go back to school. Chickenpox, I don't even know what the heck it is. I, I here I am talking so out of school. I, I feel like it was herpes on your on your skin, little pimples. So for those of you out there who are like, "Oh, it's a conspiracy. We don't even know what it is." Yeah, we do. We it it's it's a hybrid mutant virus uh, flu that we need to get through, and we will. And I think this year will be this quarter will be less deaths than last quarter kind of thing. As more and more people get vaccinated, I saw that Biden said, local governments, and then he falls asleep for a second. (laughs) And he wakes back up. Local governments, you should be giving cash stimulus to people to get shots. We'll get through this. More people will die. I hope it's not with you or any of your family members. My mother died of COVID. It sucks. Amazon's weakness is born today out of a revenue disappointment for its second quarter and lower than expected guidance. Battleborn. It's also tied towards the stocks up freaking fracking 15% since June. Sometimes momentum has to stop. Sometimes growth has to digest. It's all going to be Okay. Isn't that weird? That's the the message of the day. Like, I just named my podcast. It's all going to be okay. Second quarter revenue growth for the S&P 500 is up 23.3% year over year. Second quarter GDP report showed uh, personal spending increasing at an annual rate of 11.8%. Personal income and spending... Is super important to see inside of this economic data, but the economic data can be a little tough to digest at times. For the average person, I don't think you should be paying attention to inside the GDP numbers. I think you should be focusing on living your life, earning money, trying not to get divorced, trying to earn more money, trying to save more money. And then if you want to take a look at the PCE and you want to start looking at um, inflationary numbers inside of economic numbers, that's fine. I just, you got to do this all in the right number of steps. Patience is practiced and preached on the show. A little bit of gains out of Chevron, Exxon, Procter and Gamble, KLA, 10 car. Their reports Um, I've been more positive than Amazon's. It feels weird to say Amazon's the problem of the day. Because when you look at it, you're like, "Uh, aren't they fantastic? Yesterday, markets reached all-time highs. There's a song I could sing, but I don't want to. At an all-time high. Robin Hood went public yesterday. Under the tickle symbol, Hood. Which... It's a little ghetto to me. It's a nice play on Robin Hood. We steal from the rich. We give to the poor. In this case, the poor got screwed yesterday. Stock fell 8%. Worst opening day for an IPO. Its size ever. It was priced wrong. People didn't want anything to do with it. It's kind of like me with a herpes sore on a dating website. Hey, ladies, look at me. And They're like, whoa, what's that thing on your lip? Uh Uh-huh. Not very popular. Robin Hood, not very popular. In a push to vaccinate more Americans, President Biden said all federal workers must be fully vaccinated or else wear a mask on the job and submit to a COVID test once or twice a week. He also asked governments locally to give $100 bonuses to people who get vaxxed. Here's an honest submission for me. I never thought I'd use uh, vaxxed as an action verb. But there we are. In a turnaround that seemed unthinkable, last year at this point in time, we were scrambling to get toilet paper. Now the U.S. has turned its pre-pandemic size in quarter two into growth. It shows that vaccinations plus business reopening plus sustained government support equals supercharged growth. 6.5% was disappointing yesterday on the GDP number versus what expectations about 8.5%. 6.5% growth on GDP is, I like t-shirts, right? I like stupid t-shirts. And you say, my economy just grew 6.5% and all I got was this stupid t-shirt. And that's a pretty good number, except for the fact that you got food stains all over the shirt. And that's how it feels today when we take a look at yesterday's GDP number. Consumer spending rose or increased or climbed at an 11.8% annual pace. That's the second biggest number since 1952. The data's kind of backing up. That we're going to be okay. But the Delta variant continues to kind of haunt us in the back of our head. I saw a tweet post yesterday. Tweet, tweet, tweet. It said something along the line of feel like because we we've stopped listening to him. I don't think that's insane. We need motivation. Find me online at roblackshow.com. Robblackshow.com. Find me on YouTube, robblackshow twitter rob Black show i'm rob black
2: don't miss an episode of the rob black show subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts
1: invest in what is really important rob black has partnered with ep wealth advisors are you concerned with financial planning tax planning managing your investments or just planning your retirement rob black has partnered with ep wealth advisors with over $12 billion in assets under management and more than 80 financial professionals at the helm, EP has your financial future in mind. Learn more by visiting robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com. Scarlett Johansson is taking on her most
3: challenging role yet. She's suing Disney. I'm not a big Scarlett Johansson fan, just for, by the record. I know you're saying, Rob, we don't care. You're going to talk dirty or something you're going to sexualize it. no I'm just not a big fan I just find her to be kind of flat as an actress so Disney released Black Widow and now she's suing Disney because she says he put it on Disney Plus and we had a deal that it was only going to be in theaters Black Widow earned 80 million dollars its opening weekend at the Bach offices and she said I would have earned a lot more money if you put it only in theaters versus plus on, on Disney Plus Spider-Man Far From Home brought in $185 million during its first weekend. So she's like, hey, had I had we pulled in $185 million, you would have owed me a lot more bonuses. She has a point. There was a contract that said it was going to be released in movie theaters. Disney has a point. This is a freaking fracking pandemic. And Disney actually went out of their way to slam her yesterday saying, what do you agree? We paid you $20 million for you being in this movie. And now you're upset that it it got streamed onto Disney+. And the answer is yes. I'm going to tell you honestly, Scarlett Johansson is, I think, past her 15 minutes of fame. You may find her beautiful. You may find her compelling. You may find her, you know, she's very sister-like, relatable. Actresses kind of work from age 20 to 35, and then they play moms and grandmoms there for condemned that that cyberspace, right? Uh, and it stinks. There's a show on Netflix called uh, How the Movie Was Made or something like that, and it, it goes through different movies and like uh, Jurassic Park. And you're like, oh my god, that's sad. he looks old, and it's all the actors from the original movie, old. The cop from Die Hard, the black man. And he's like, really old now, the limo driver from Die Hard. And you're like, I haven't seen him in a movie since that movie. That's the reason why she's sewing, and I get it. You work from age 20 to 60. Football players work from age 23 to 26. They have a three-year lifespan is their average work, work career. And you say stupid things like, if I played in the NFL, I'd play for free. No, you wouldn't. You're not going to be able to walk after three years. You're going to have problems with arthritis for the rest of your life. You're going to have issues where if you had a real job 24-7, 365, you'd be like, I'm going to go to the hospital and get my hip replaced. But now suddenly you don't have health care. I don't know all the ins and outs of the NFL pensions and such. But I get why Scarlett Johansson's suing. Um, she's gonna be cute, sexy. She's gonna be the girl next door for only a period of time. And next movie, she might be Black Widow's grandmother. Um, it shows you the value of your career and it shows you the value of contracts that you sign and read them. I don't know. Face masks are rising in sales again. Sales of face mask rose 24% last week. Is that not the most discouraging news you've heard in a while? I was taking my kid to soccer practice yesterday, and I was like, I need a face mask. California's back with face masks. I need a face mask. Everyone in my family has been vaccinated except for my youngest child. And here I was like scrambling through the house on face masks. Do you know that probably means I'm probably not going to go on vacation? Do you know that means I'm probably going to do another week in a row of radio? Do you know that means I'm probably going to get grumpy and, and, and it's going to affect the economy? Searches for the term mask doubled on, Googled, on Google year over year. Citigroup, Apple stores, Disney World, Disneyland all moved to require masks again. Companies like Facebook and Google said, yeah, we kind of want you back in September, but we're gonna say October now, we're gonna change the rules a little bit again. That's a little bit better than take the whole winter off and the spring too. But it still feels like we're that's gonna hurt just a little bit. And I bet it does. So When I go to a park, a beach, and I have a cold alcoholic beverage, I'm a big fan of drinking out of a paperback. No, I'm not a big fan of drinking out of paperbacks. I'm a big fan of Yeti coolers. Did you know you can go invest in a Yeti? Did you know that's a publicly traded company? So Yeti, here's their innovation. They make coolers, right? And supposedly, and I don't know this to be true, if you leave your Yeti cooler at a beach or at a park, people steal it. Like um, if you go to the bathroom, if you if you disappear in the woods, now that's how hot of a product. They are. And they're very expensive. And you're like, but it keeps your like if you put a, a Christmas ham in it, you could still have that ham probably like on December 31st, six days later, kind of thing, right? So they now just said they're going to. Make a, a electric Yeti. <laughs> and you're like, what? Um, That's right. Now they A cooler has a cooler 2.0 with Christy. In a world where we're trying to get off coal and gas and oil, now we're electrically charging on Yetis. And we need a Tesla charger to do it. I find that entertaining. I'm Rob Black. You are not. Find me at
2: robblack.com, robblackshow.com. Resources to help you manage your money. Visit robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com.
1: Invest in what is really important. Rob Black has partnered with EP Wealth Advisors. Are you concerned with financial planning, tax planning, managing your investments, or just planning your retirement? Rob Black has partnered with EP Wealth Advisors. With over $12 billion in assets under management and more than 80 financial professionals at the helm, EP has your financial future in mind. Learn more by visiting robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com. One thing I can tell you about radio and television is do support the sponsors
3: on some way, shape, or form. If you like a television program or a radio show and you don't necessarily have to get a mortgage with Provident, just hear the Commercial, and on occasion, maybe call them and say, Hey, thanks for being part of uh, local programming. Uh, local programming is very uh, expensive. All things considered. I don't think I'm all that expensive, but if you like it, try to support the sponsors. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter, Rob Black Show, YouTube, Rob Black Show. Um, and again, this is funny cause I just talked about a commercial. I keep forgetting, wait, wait, my podcast isn't going to hear that commercial, but I think the message is still there when you're watching your local news tonight or listen to your sports radio show that you find hilarious. Oh, that guy is so funny. Try to support it. Um, you don't necessarily have to buy the product from the advertiser, but if you let the advertiser know you heard him, part of their money spent is on branding. That's just my opinion. You don't have to do anything. It's just my opinion. Poverty rates by ethnicity. Uh-oh. Rob's going to talk about non-white people. I know you're like, "Rob, just talk about white people." I used to say something that was just almost bizarre. And I I can't even say it anymore without coming across as that sounds bizarre. I said I used to say I feel lucky that my parents were Caucasian and I was born on a coast with expectations to go to college. And the only reason I bring that up is you remember my friend, Sarah, who hates me now because I brought up her financial situation on radio. When she basically single mother has a kid, doesn't marry the baby's daddy, um, gets engaged to baby daddy, leaves baby daddy, finds a cuter guy who does gymnastics with her kid, falls in love with him. You can see why she hates me, right? Um, she has no expectation for her kids to go to college. My parents expected kids to go to college. They did everything they could to get us smart enough. And all six of us, isn't that crazy? Six, a litter of six. And it's not lost on me that my mom had a miscarriage between my brother Michael and me. And I probably wasn't meant to be here. Do I feel lucky? Do I walk around like Mel Gibson from Lethal Weapon with a gun in my mouth? Oh, I'm going to shoot myself. I'm going to shoot myself. I'm not supposed to be here. No. But it's not lost on me how lucky we are in life. And I was born into parents who expect us to get to college and we did. All six of us. Okay, so poverty rates by race and ethnicity. Uh, poverty in the United States is going to be cut by 45% this year. Yay! That sounds like good news, right? It is. But it's Tied towards government intervention during the pandemic, meaning 20 million fewer people are in poverty now than in 2018. Poverty is a tricky word. The average age, no, 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 not the average age, but a family of four in San Jose is considered poverty level if they make $77,000 or less. You know, like if I was in Tampa or Missouri, Branson, Missouri, Why am I using Branson, Missouri as an example? I don't know. $77,000, you'd be living like a king. But poverty in the United States is going to be cut by 45% this year thanks to government intervention. A lot of people have problems with that statement. Why is the government giving out a paycheck to people not working? Um, I'm not not hitting that one with a 10-foot pole other than tell you that there are no right answers. And if you think you're right on vaccines, whether you're pro-vaccine or anti-vaccine, you're wrong. It's probably a compromise. I don't believe there's right answers in the world. That's, that's my philosophy. I just think there's compromises. Um, I know you're going, where are you going with this, Rob? So poverty in the United States can be cut by 45%. That's a big number. And I think we could all go. That's good. Twenty million fewer people are are now in. Uh, uh, Twenty million fewer people are in poverty um, than in 2018. The decline in poverty over the last three years is almost three times the previous record drop. So the percentage or the poverty rates by ethnicity or race. I'm not sure which one you want to refer to it as in the United States, 7.7% of Americans. And again, isn't it funny? Cause like there's people who are making $77,000, but for a family of four, that's poverty. 7.7% of Americans are in poverty, white 5.8%. Black 9.2 Hispanic, 11.8. That is, Tells me when I start the statement by saying I was lucky being born to Caucasian and parents who expected me to go to college. It's not lost on me. I am privileged. So you can get into definitions of privilege on so many levels, but thank you, mom and dad. Ending the sales of ice cream. (laughs) Is a big story. Um, The guys who founded Ben and Jerry's, and this is gonna ruin it for you, because you like Ben and Jerry's cookie dough ice cream or something, right? They created that in 1978. A guy named Bennett Cohen and Jerry Greenfield. Um, they've had to write editorials, and Ben and Jerry's have stopped selling ice cream in Israel. And the founders of the company have had to come out and say, this: we kind of unequivocally support it. So they've stopped sales of ice cream in Israel-occupied ter- areas while emphasizing they're proud Jewish people who support the state of Israel. The two have relinquished control of the company many, many years ago, back in 2000. Um, I don't know how I feel about that story. It's a business story that it just makes you scratch your head and go, um, why are we talking about this? Why why can't we sell ice cream everywhere? Why, why is it politicized? And everything is politicized. Trevor Milton, the founder of electric truck startup Nikola, was charged with securities fraud. He allegedly misled investors about the company's products and technology. Uh, Nikola was one of those electric Charging, not charging companies, but electric vehicle companies that had a really cool-looking press release. But they don't have product. Is there fraud? I don't know. But what I will tell you is, be very careful. I was visiting a friend yesterday. and He's like, hey, I just saw one of those new Lordstown uh, automobiles. And he's like, it's way cooler looking than a Tesla. And I bought shares at 23 or $24. I don't know what he said. But I'm like, you realize it's a poor man's Tesla, right? And he goes, yeah. So, And the point being on that is why date the ugly sister? This isn't a John Hughes film where there's three sisters. One of them is a nerd. One of them is a cheerleader. And one of them is... Um, athletically challenged. You don't have to play that game. You can actually buy the cheerleader if you want in investing. You don't have to look at alternatives. Amazon posted $113 billion in revenue last quarter, and that was below estimates. I'm not looking – well, maybe I am looking for the Amazon Junior, Shopify kind of angle but I don't really look for it. Be very, very careful on trying to find investments that are similar to things that everyone else has and has made money. Like, Oh, this is the next Apple. Oh, this is the next Microsoft. There is a magazine that I think a lot of people know I'm in the process of a move right now. And I just recently got, I didn't get scammed, but there's a scam going on Craigslist where someone's trying to rent my property as the owner. And I'm like, wait, wait, I'm the owner. I think, or did I just dream that whole, is this an alternate universe? I actually had a question with myself and no, this was not with edibles. I am like, am I living in an alternate universe? And the answer is no. Amazon posted $113 billion in revenue and that was below expectations. And the new CEO, Andy Jesse which I don't like the name of Andy. I'd rather be Andrew. I don't know. I just, Andy seems too casual for a CEO name for me. He expects sales to stall this quarter. No, he doesn't. He's just under promising. There's your phrase that pays today. Under promise over deliver. And I've, I've made a career out of that in my approach to love and women. I'm like, I'm just a good guy. And then like, we're in Miami. Um, I'm just an average guy. I'm like We're in Paris. That was my game, was under-promise and over-deliver. Wall Street does the same thing. You just have to know it's coming. So don't necessarily look for the next Amazon or Microsoft. I've got a magazine, as I told you I was moving. I saved it because it was a 1996 Upside magazine. And the, the headline, and I, I used to love Upside. Upside, Wired, um, were two of the better ones, I'd have to say, as far as technology goes and tech companies. And the, the big front page said, the next Microsoft. And what's interesting is they highlighted five companies and none of them became the next Microsoft. But it sells magazines. Be very cautious with that approach in life, looking for the second best or the third best. Or the next hottest thing, very tough to pull off. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. Find me at robblackshow.com.
2: A straightforward approach to managing your money. The Rob Black Show. Questions about
1: how to invest in your retirement? Check out robblackshow.com and get in on the conversation. Subscribe to the podcast and video channels. No one cares more about your money than you do. It's time to start to feel good about your financial future. robblackshow.com robblackshow.com
3: You know, on Fridays, I go into Rob Black's Pizarro world. There's this weird trend of companies giving away freebies if you've been vaccinated. Now the president's talking about local governments should offer $100 to be vaccinated. Um, I kind of get the get 12 free Krispy Kreme donuts if you get vaccinated as a Krispy Kreme's just trying to get people in their freaking fracking store. We live in a bizarro world right now. And I just endorse Krispy Kreme giving away donuts. And I don't even know if that's offer still true. But when I search for business stories on a regular basis, I try to like find stuff that's going to work for you. Um, I think today's show has a lot to do with inequality. Um, it's something that bothers me. The financial world and the real world are miles apart. S&P 500 is up 30% since COVID-19 began, and we had this massive correction in the middle of it. The massive correction made a ton of sense. The up 30% since it began doesn't, because we're giving away Krispy Kreme freaking fracking donuts to keep our economy moving to get people shots. The United States has 7 million fewer jobs and unemployment for people with color on their skin is at 9%. And you're like, that's inequality, isn't it? Kind of is. The differences across families are striking. The top 20% by income holds 70% of U.S. wealth, totaling about 90000000000000 trillion. I'm one of those people. And it makes me uncomfortable saying it out loud. And it's a funny lesson because... At work once at TV, I got criticized for having a goatee by my general manager, by my sales manager, and by my programming director. Like, you have to shave the goatee because uh, you kind of look like the devil, and people change the channel. I'm like, screw you. I don't look like my People are smart. People are, they know I'm not the devil. The devil has a pitchfork. The devil went down to Georgie. He's looking for a soul steal. We know what the devil looks like. He's not Rob Black. He's not pushing financial advice. But it's not lost on me that there's some inequality in the world more than there should be based on melatonin levels in your skin. Uh, there's, there's an issue there with me. So the labor market has bounced back quicker than expected after the COVID recession and the great recessions. Um, people are having arguments about this. And again, I'm telling you, We're supporting our economy in strange ways. So this is going to play out in a very odd way, in my opinion. So what do I mean by we're supporting our economy? It's not like we're all working. Some people are getting paychecks for not working from the government. Some people have figured out, you know, hey, I could take a a government loan to support small businesses. I know people who've done this. And then they, they go out and instead of, invest in their company, they invest in a Tesla. They invest in, like, something cool for themselves. This is going to be a weird economy to look back on in 5, 10, 15, 20, 25 years. How many Tesla sales came from government spending, government stimulus? That's not going to be a healthy conversation to look back on, in my opinion. So the stock market, Amazon's down 7% today after missing revenue estimates, issuing downside third quarter guidance. Here's the kicker on Facebook and Amazon issuing downside guidance. We're in a weird economy, like I said. We're going to look back on this and go, I wonder how many people got bailed out that didn't need to be bailed out. I wonder how many people got out of poverty during this period of time for nothing else than not getting COVID. Staying at home. Good for you. So Amazon and Facebook both said next quarter looks a little sketchy. And here's the rub on that. Next quarter is supposed to look good. It's back to school. That's a flag. That's a, that's a, a warning. Now, you, you mix that, though, with that under-promise and over-deliver, and it, maybe it's not a warning. Maybe that's just their way of surprising you the upside. We saw better than expected spending data for June. A lot of consolidation on the markets today. Procter and Gamble higher. Let's talk Procter and Gamble for a second and Johnson and Johnson. Boring companies have been around forever. Procter and Gamble makes soap. When you go back to work, you tend to take a shower. Is that the but? No, there's no bu- there's no story there. You took showers during COVID and after COVID, right? And pre-COVID. Boring company that makes things like tampons. And that happens every month, for better or for worse. Mm, I got to be careful what I say here. Boring company to invest in, but consistent. Chevron, boy, oh boy, there's a lot of talk about oil just totally going away. You're starting to hear about Chevron and Exxon both starting to sell oil fields as a way of raising money. Are we at peak oil? I don't know. I don't care about that kind of angle. But I can tell you, cleaner energy is a story. And what's interesting about that is sometimes you look at cleaner energy and you're like, you look at how much energy had to be used to consume or to produce a Tesla, and like, well, it's not that clean after all. Like, I know someone who's got a Tesla who's got three chargers in his different homes, so he can do an EV charger um, in different locations. One of them, he sold a house. One of them is a new house. One of them is a vacation place. And you pay an electrician $1,000 to go install an electric charger to save energy from gasoline consumption. We live in a very, very weird time. And the offsets aren't exactly going to match up. I'm Rob Black. Have an honest approach with money. Have an honest approach with investing. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Some shows are better than others. Make sure you tell a friend. Always wear white when you're on a bicycle. I don't even know what that means, but that's your advice going into the weekend. Take care.
2: Listen to the Rob Black Show on your Alexa or Google Play device. Just say, listen to the Rob Black Show.